We've got some good content coming up. Tyson might live, might not. The fans are dying to know that. <laughs> Noah called me earlier this week and he said Tyson's definitely going to die. <laughs> he said Josh that an- called me frantically at 3 a.m. in a drunken stupor. He was like, I don't want Tyson to die. I, was like, <laughs> I, was I like, love you, but if you kill Tyson, <laughs> I'm not going to love you as much. And then... No, I was like, I was like, dude, you know what? Like, you know, we could talk about this some other time. No, no, we're talking about it now. He says, "I'll, I'll and, suck uh, your dick. I'll do next, it." He's not even drunk right now. He's just saying. The next, the next forty-five minutes were were definitely unadulterated content. Uh, we yeah. we wanted to share it on the air, but we could not. I can send the dick pics to whoever wants them. Just DM me. <laughs> yeah. I'll get on that. And that doesn't mean Dungeon Master. Real tough time with whiskey dick. So they're just, there's just like a flaccid rat between two, uh, Your dick? <laughs> two ham- That's yeah. sad. Okay. I, you know what? I, I, are we good to start? Do you guys feel confident? Are we good to start, Shane? I fucking words. Hard. Shane's giving us two thumbs down. So <laughs> he said, it's a yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Rogar Ragnak. Introduce first again. Let's go. What is this? This is. I figured I'd introduce Tyson Lask because he's going to die off this episode. Oh. Elena, welcome back to the Dicey D20. How's it going, girl? Good. <laughs> and uh, and Tyson, Tyson McKay, the, uh, you know, in the balance of fate. The plane... <laughs> Hanging in the winds. How's it going, man? Are you excited to see your dad? I'm just practicing being oh, dead and not no, on the podcast. Plus 50 experience points for Amber. Oh, That's funny. Fuck, we're off to a good start, boys. <laughs> fuck me. Dude, you, I did you a don't perfect need experience points impression. anymore. You're dead. A vegetable impression? Do it again. Carrot. Carrot. <laughs> 25 experience points. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, last we left off, we were in the clutches of a pretty pretty dark situation. Tyson McKay had been thrown down onto the desk of Wilmond, the scribe and librarian and kind of researcher. Wait, so you're telling me he's not a doctor? He's absolutely no. not a doctor, no. No, I say... brought you to the one person who couldn't help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what? know about the one person, but... He seems to know everything. He's a librarian. He's a slow reader. He was the optimal choice. Does he have he's a, a lot drunk, of alcohol? Okay? He's a drunk, and he's funny, and if you're gonna just shit on him, Amber, then I'm gonna shit on you, okay? <laughs> Kinky. Can we record that live? <laughs> yeah. You I need the views. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be like two girls, one cup, but with one girl, one cup, one dude, and, uh... Yeah, Only it's, Noah's it's, butthole. It's, it's, it's not going to be an ideal video. I'm not sure we're gonna. it's going to take off like two girls, one cup, but it'll certainly well, be something to behold. face to your butt so it's like there's someone else there. I'm out. Oh, dear. I feel like it's best, I feel like it's best we just get back to it, to be honest. But uh, I just yeah, want to point so, out that I was not shitting on the librarian, man. I was just pointing out simple facts that have you been know pointed what, out the, in, you just shouldn't have to take it out on Wilman, man. The guy's the guy's a gem. I feel like he's underrated as a as a character. He really came to his own the last episode. I'm proud of him. Anyways, yeah, here and we I go. think Noah performs him wonderfully. No amount of flattery <laughs> is going to save you from what's going to happen, Tyson. <laughs> My butthole is prepared. <laughs> 
Okay. Your mouth you gotta be careful of. Oh. <laughs> so as I was saying, Tyson McKay had been thrown down onto the desk of Wilmond, the scribe librarian of the Knights of the New Moon, and Wilmond obviously had a couple words to say to Rogar about that. We also had Lena head to bed, not early, but, you know, she went off in a different direction. I don't know whether there was a seduction attempt. I re-listened to the episode. I couldn't find one, so it's no surprise. <laughs> it's no surprise they didn't end up in bed it's together. It's all on how it's edited. That is where we're going to pick things up and get started is with Tyson McKay, uh, sweaty, pale, very gaunt looking, almost like he he hasn't been able to uh, to get any nourishment into his system, uh, not for lack of trying, certainly because the tadpole has been sapping the energy and the life from Tyson McKay. He is sweaty, pale, on the uh, the desk, and we have Rogar Ragnak on one side of him and Wilmond on the other. If you remember the conversation, Rogar, I'm not sure that you do, but Wilmond essentially said, you know, what the fuck are you doing bringing him here? He needs a doctor or a healer. And uh, and I think then there was the tadpole moved across his chest, and you guys kind of saw it underneath his skin just, like, sliding across. Yeah, I punched it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Tyson, exactly that. Just just a real happy moment. <laughs> like when a baby kicks, but much more disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen babies kick? It is fucked up. This is like this is I almost tenfold that, you know, I mean like it's moving across his body. I like it. Babies break ribs. Hashtag babies break ribs. <laughs> tadpoles this, break everything. Yeah, this tadpole is gonna burst through his sternum and uh and take everything out. That is where we are going to Hashtag pick things up. Take Tyson's. <laughs> Rogar, Wilmond has just concluded asking you, well, why the fuck did you bring him here? I, uh, I tell him because you usually know everything. He says, yeah, I know things, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to deal with, this guy looks like he needs, he needs help. He's like, I, I have no medicinal experience. I don't know how to save this man. Do you know anyone that would? Well, of course I know someone who would. I mean, the healer for the Knights of the New Moon, of course. Of course, that place is locked down right now, because that whole plague thing, he says, as he kind of holds the side of his head a little bit, and he goes, well, I don't know what to do. What what should we do with him? If I'm undead, then I can't die. <laughs> Get me the infection. I don't think you're getting it. If you're dead, you're dead. You can't die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't undead. say... Undead. No, no, no. You're not undead. You're not coming back from this. <laughs> Ever? Uh, we'll see, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tyson McKay begins to seize on the table, so he begins to uh, to froth at the mouth That's how uh, and and shake uncontrollably as the early hours of the morning uh, arise and, and and come in. So sunlight begins to kind of feebly pour through the the windows over which Wilmond has some curtains and drapes. It's not like he likes a lot of bright sunlight coming in here. He's kind of a night owl, drinks a lot, kind of has an aversion to sunlight. We have Tyson McKay writhing around on the table. The Wilman light. says, it <laughs> Wilman exclaims, Quick, hold him down. I, I uh, hold him down. Okay, so Wilman holds down his arm uh, and his leg on his right side, and, and Rogar Ragnak holds down the other side. Tyson McKay, as your sixth day comes near, is here, I should say. I'm going to have you roll 3d6s, please. Oh God! Uh, Are you going to share with the fans how many um, how many hit points you have left? No, I don't trust them yet. Okay, maybe well, after before, season four, I will. Bef- before you roll, I think we should maybe explain the gravity of the situation, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, this um, this tadpole has been sapping the life from Tyson McKay every day 
he loses 3d6 health points from his hit point maximum. So he's actually dropping HP maximum every single time it hits. And he's not going to share how much he has, but I have an odd feeling, as though I've been keeping track, that he's getting scarce on these health points. And so even if it, you know, it saps him, you know, it's not like he can regain those. His hit point maximum is dropping. So let's all wish him good luck, I guess. So this is like golf. I want the lowest number. <laughs> yes, the lowest number. <laughs> good luck. Oh, there we go. I can't die. <laughs> I've done the math. <laughs> We're okay, ladies and gentlemen. Tyson breathes to live for a little bit yes, longer. Do you, how many hit points do you have? Can you share that now? Okay, let me do math for a second. Yeah, go for it. I mean, we want you to be accurate with this. I have... Uh, <laughs> it's only single digits, too, so it should be pretty... Uh, five. I have five HP left. Jeez. You like five that? Five hit points. So Tyson McKay could legitimately be killed with a like a dagger with a plus to hit. And a, hey, and go. I stab him. Don't give everyone ideas. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> the Lord kills you. I Would mean, you I, a it's a good Lord question, then, right? Like, like Rogar Ragnak sees his friend suffering here. I want to ask real quick, Rogar, how do you feel knowing that you could have averted this? Like, you know, Tyson could have struck that deal with Damek. He could have uh, he could have come out of this free and clean, but you're just letting him die. How does that feel? It's not my fault. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I listened back on the episode. It seems like you uh, it seems like you weren't being very bright, Lordy, when you just said, "Fuck it." You want it. me to give up my powers? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe a good bright lord would. You know, Doc XP. Take away him. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I don't like the choice you made. Negative a level. <laughs> You're level okay. two now. I don't know. It's a hard decision, you know. Save a friend that you barely know, or you give up your powers. I'd give up my powers in a heartbeat for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> you would though. No, it's 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 good stuff. I just I'm not trying to sway you. I'm just asking because I'm interested. You know, what I mean, like you're a bright lord. You know, your yeah, friend's dying. Like- yeah, I feel like if I lose those powers, I'll never get them back. Okay, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we find ourselves. Tyson McKay seizes for a few minutes as hit point maximum is drained down to five before he falls limp and ceases to move at all. Wilmond quickly presses uh, his cheek close to Tyson's face, kind of looking uh, for the rise and fall of his chest, trying to listen for any breathing. After a few seconds, he looks up at Rogar and he says... He's alive. I need mouth to mouth. I tell a woman that we need to get to that room. He looks to you and says, What, you want to bring him near Groban? Groban's sick. Who knows what it would do to his immune system? Isn't the, that the way to heal him? Not like go near Groban, but didn't you say there's like potions? And Well, I don't know what he has, Rogar. That's what I'm saying to you. You know, you drop this guy on my table, right? I'm in the middle of reading, okay? I'm half, half half sober (laughs) I don't know what to do with him okay and all I'm saying is if you bring him near Groban he's probably gonna die a lot faster what what are we supposed to do with this guy get me a drink (laughs) pour alcohol down my gullet Uh, let me die a man I'm I'm not sure do you know whereabouts that healer is well I'm sure he's fucking busy dealing with Groban and all his shit but this looks pretty pretty serious to me uh, I I would go ask Wolfhelm if I were you, to be honest. It looks like this is out of my hands, my friend. No no offense, but I don't want some dead guy in my office, <laughs> all right? 
Alright, well, can I leave him here until I get back? You absolutely can fucking not leave him here. Because <laughs> if he starts to choke on his vomit or piss on my table, I'm going to be fucking... D- I'm going to be real I mad. Oh, God. I release my bowels. <laughs> you have no more... You have no more choice in the matter. In fact, Tyson McKay, I guess I should have read you what happened to you. You are you are now unconscious for the duration that remains of your sickness. For the duration. Da, 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 da. That means no okay. more talking. Uh. <laughs> 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 okay, Great, so we're gonna hum the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Rogar, what would you like to do? Well, I guess since I can't leave him here, I'll bring him up back to my bed. Okay. Alright, so Rogar Ragnak, uh, I guess, carries Tyson McKay back up to the bedroom so that he can just diddle him a little bit before he dies. <laughs> I don't know. Rogar. Rogar's don't just like, a virgin. I'm not, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm not quite a necrophiliac. I like it when they're somewhat alive. <laughs> I like it when there's warmth in the body. I'm so gross. <laughs> Okay, so Rogar, you bring him back to your bedroom and place him on the bed. Uh, you just can't help but feel like Tyson McKay has uh, has gone unconscious, and he doesn't seem uh, to be moving hardly at all. His breathing is very shallow, uh, very irregular, and he looks super pale, as though he has very little circulation going on. What would you like to do? Kiss me. <laughs> that was the key the whole time. <laughs> just a kiss from a, a real prince. You Tree turn the frog into a prince. Well, that's right, ladies me. and gentlemen. I'll, uh, this was a Shrek storyline the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Shrek? I'll elevate his true, body. So he true love's better. first kiss with Fiona. You know, gosh, I'm donkey. You elevate his body. I'm just picturing you like you're like holding Tyson very cutely. Like he's, he's like this, and then you just lift him up above you. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll elevate his body so he can breathe yeah, better. Okay, so you're gonna prop him up on some pillows. Um, yeah, yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I say something here? Is that cool? I don't. I don't know if that's an actual plan. <laughs> to help can you give me a where? doctor, please? <laughs> <laughs> I really like. I really like how this has gone so far. It was. Uh, then, are you upset that you know you didn't sacrifice your powers for him? No, not at all. Okay, so what are you gonna do now? I'll just. Put him to bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> we'll, we'll just cuddle. <laughs> uh, and then I'll just rush to Wolfhelm, I guess, to go talk to him. Okay, so, Rogar Ragnak, you head downstairs, I'm assuming in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah, and and you're going to go find... I like jog. <laughs> I usually walk down, I grab myself a croissant, I grab myself a little morning coffee, I sit down, I, I sit outside, enjoy the weather. I think to I myself, oh shit, bit. Tyson's dying. I go back inside. I look for Wolfhelm, get distracted. <laughs> Tyson's still dying. Okay, so you're going to go find Wolfhelm. He is in his study, and uh, as you uh, enter, the door is open in a jar, so it's not like he's he's closed it or anything, and you can see him, uh, both his hands on his desk standing. He is pouring over what looks to be a map of the outlying regions, and he almost doesn't notice as you walk in, 
so you might have to like clear your throat or begin speaking because it's an emergency. The worst thing you can you can scream out in a uh, in a situation like this where the Kick city the is under threat. <laughs> <laughs> the city's under siege. Rogar just runs in. It's an emergency. Um, yeah. So he are you actually saying it's an emergency? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Wolfram quickly quickly looks up. He has dark bags under his eyes. He, it's clear that he oh hasn't God. slept. And he looks up to you and goes, Why? What is it? Said, uh, Tyson's in trouble and it's not looking very well. He looks to you and he says, Tyson, the the sorcerer? Look, Rogar, you know I'm sorry I that your friend's not oh. doing well, but I don't have time for this. He's going to die. Well, he's the only one... That could help us fight this war. I'm the only one. You hear that, Lena? <laughs> can you roll a, roll a persuasion check that he's the only one that can help hey, win the war? He's telling the truth. It's persuasion, um, not deception. Inspiration point. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, 18. Okay. So, uh, ooh, almost a tie there. That's close. So, Wolfhelm kind of sighs and looks at you and goes, <sighs> Look, Rogar, I know Tyson's your friend. But Dorman's oh, <laughs> healing abilities are certainly better spent on Grobit, are they not? Hey. Uh, you I'm took an oath. Than orc. You are now one of the Knights of the New Moon. <gasps> and Grobin is your brother in arms. So is Tyson, though. But I'm your brother in the womb. <laughs> Tyson is not your brother. So if it were for him, I wouldn't be here. Well, then I don't know what to say. Our healer is indisposed. And if you can find help with the Iron Wolves, then seek it. But I'm not sure there's anyone else that can help your friend. From what I know of his illness, I'm not sure that there's a cure. Pull the knife out and threaten him. <laughs> I really want to try slowing down his baby. Go get me. <laughs> Don't hurt my baby. I, I asked him if there's any other doctors that would be able to help. Look, there are medicinal healers through the city, apothecaries. They sell herbs and concoctions to help people, you know, with sore limbs and joints, so they help people sleep better at night. I mean, he's got some sort of alien growing inside him from a different plane. I mean, we're talking about vastly different things, Rogue. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Look, I know it's hard to accept, but there are going to be casualties in this siege. Tyson's may come sooner than others, but we have a real fight to be had here. Fuck you, Wolfhelm. I'm gonna murder your ass as soon as I get back. That's awesome, do that too. <laughs> yeah, no, you say say okay, then go to the healer and tell him Wolfhelm said you have to help Tyson. <laughs> and Look. that there'll be casualties and Grobin's makeup sooner than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Grobin's dead for sure. We know this. Yeah. Fuck <clears throat> Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you're, you're looking pretty dead. You Noah? know, like you're barely. <laughs> oh, look, hear me out here. I'm Noah? not trying to be a dick. I'm just trying to say, like, Grobin got infected yesterday with whatever it is. You know, there's a chance that it can be healed. It's a sickness, as opposed to yours, which is a pregnancy that's killing you. C-section. Listen, Noah. I know you want me off yeah. the pod so I can stop ruining your storyline. <laughs> but fuck you. <laughs> but fuck you. I'm not going out like this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have to know that I I gave Tyson McKay every out in this situation. I let him potentially sacrifice a friend. I let him do a lot of shit. And uh, and he said no. He wanted to die. That was one thing you mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you could have joined the Iron Wolves. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's there true. we go. There's another one. Yeah. Sorry for playing my character, guys. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wolfhelm comes over to you and places a hand on your shoulder, and you know he's he's sincerely <laughs> looking in your eyes here. He's really, he's really trying to to connect with you on this point. He just says, Kiss "I me. know it's hard, <laughs> but right now we have a very precarious situation, my friend." Say, I understand. Whatever's outside our gate isn't coming for pleasantries. They're coming for war. There's something in this city that they want. Perhaps it's the city itself. I don't know. We also have the Iron Wolves here, and don't think for a moment they won't turn on us as soon as things look good for them. Yeah. So wouldn't it be better to have another ally in Tyson? Hint, hint, there are things we need to focus on. The well hasn't been taken care of, and we don't have any fresh drinking water. In days, the city will be parched, literally dehydrating to death. The walls of the city also need repair and fortification, and we need a scouting party to go out and figure out what it is we're up against. There are a lot of things to be done. I'm just not sure that anyone has the ability to help Tyson at this point. Uh, tell me, he doesn't have that much longer, so if we keep waiting, then... <laughs> well, that's, that's my point, Rogar. That's exactly my point. Waiting for what? How is it that we're going to help him? He wasn't clear with us on what it is that's inside of him. Do you know? Because I don't. I said it was a baby. <laughs> so, yeah, he gave, a baby he gave you no sort. information. He continued to gallivant around, making jokes, not taking yeah. things seriously. <laughs> and now... And now you're take telling me he's unconscious, <laughs> and he can't tell us what's wrong with him, so I don't know I don't know what it is you want me to do. I just want... I want you to give the, the doctor to Tyson just for moments to look at. Because <sighs> Groban's in a... like a stable. Um, Have you seen Groban this morning? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't. Unfortunately, Rogar, he's anything but stable. This disease moves quickly, and if we're to find any kind of antidote or cure, we need Doraman on this day and night. Just cut Oof. Groban's head off and say, now you have to focus on Tyson. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you and I need to get going. There's to be a meeting up at the mayor's hall of all the important players. I need you there. We need to figure out what it is that we need to do. I can't leave Tyson. Now I know I feel left. No one likes him here. No one likes me here. I'm very here. sorry, but Rogar, you do? have a duty Just to this guild. Just forget about him. Stop you pledge yourselves. Go do something else. <laughs> I you have pledge to yourself to the Knights of the New Moon, Rogar. And I'm supposed to ignore everyone else that's dying? Is that it? No. You're supposed to understand that hundreds more will die if we continue to stall on the important things, which is fortifying this city finding fresh drinking water, and figuring uh, out what we're up against. <laughs> so what do you want to do? You want to take resources away from finding a cure? What happens if more of those things make it up the well or over the walls? You're fucked Dozens, anyway, Wolf. Hundreds will die, Rogar. Good. And Tyson would be the one that's helping us. He has sorry. powers. That'd be able to kill everything. What do you think Doraman will be able to do? Even Doraman doesn't know what's inside of him. You think I haven't spoken to him already? Fine, just say okay, Commander. Yes, it? sir. I'm in an occult. All hail <laughs> I mean, the Nazi party. <laughs> Kill the Jews, aka Tyson. Yeah, we're oh live, and I'm saying it. <laughs> Wolfhelm's Hitler. You had every opportunity. Oh, and you didn't that's what take they it. said to the Jews, Noah. You're now. <laughs> you're, yeah. Yeah. You're now unconscious. You have 
no ability to change fate at this point, and I have to say, I'm sorry. But, you know, like, you gotta give me a chance here, man. You didn't give me one. <laughs> I gave you two, <laughs> if not three Let's chances. Let's go over from a C-section and we'll just roll, though. All right. Just slip Hold my throne. <laughs> that might kill me. I think our plan of rolling well will just work. Fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, die. I don't, I don't, I mean, first of all, I you don't know where this. it is. And you're just gonna cut him open at the stomach and start rooting around his internal organs until Where maybe it snakes <laughs> by. usually work. Isn't that exactly how they work? Looks like a no, tadpole. No, that's not exactly how they work. They know exactly where the baby is. The problem around. with the tadpole is it moves around. They Anyways. cut through the belly button. We can stick freeze the his stomach in. and then cut. <laughs> so, Wolfhelm looks to you, Rogar, and says, It's time. If you need to say your goodbyes, say them, but I need you up at that mayor's hall. I uh, nod my head and I'll tell him I'll meet him there. That's a lot. He says, the meeting is it in is. a few minutes. Hurry. Okay. So as he steps out, Irina uh, makes herself, uh, makes her presence known at the doorway. Kiss me. First <laughs> <laughs> you tried to kill me and now you're trying to take my girl? <laughs> Whoa, she's Arg, my girl. Our my girl? She looks she's Arg, <laughs> my girl. She wears an eye patch, you get it? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> No, you didn't. So, Rogar, Irina looks to you, nodding in your direction. She says, I'm sorry about your friend. He was a dick. <laughs> but that doesn't mean he had to die. <laughs> what the fuck is with everyone today? My last day and I'm getting called a dick? I'm trying here, but I'm not on screen. Yeah. Why is Lena my best Irina, friend? <laughs> but Irina looks to you, Rogar, and she, she kind of nods her head in the direction of the doorway, and she says, it's time. We have to go. You didn't get to say your goodbyes. You I haven't said just, my goodbyes <laughs> you yet. You just talked to Irina. She just stopped you and said, fuck it. She's One obviously leaving down. you time to say goodbye, but she uh, is just trying to let you know that, I mean, the meeting's happening now, right? I mean, you, you gotta get going. Okay. Regardless. Go to the meeting. I nod my head and I say, I'll be there in a minute. Her and Wolfhelm exit the Knights of the New Moon's guild hall and make their way up to the mayor's hall. Rogar, we're going to stick with you in these last uh, little oh bits God. here of you and Tyson, and you can do as you wish. Last bits of you and Tyson? <laughs> do I get a last bit with Tyson? You don't like Tyson, I don't I Why think. not? We pinky promised each other. I gave her uh, cheese. We hugged. I mean, if you... Okay, um, yeah, I mean, you cool. and... We're going to get to you and McCain, but oh, you cool. also don't know the most recent developments about Tyson, right? Like, I'll, you I'll didn't see him go unconscious... And I'll, stay ask limp, to, I'll right? just ask why he's not at the meetings because he goes to all, uh, all the fucking other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good plan, right? I'm just right. saying logically, you don't know that he's gone under, right? Okay, hurry up because like I he, don't want him to die. You're, like, you're adding stress on me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so stand there. <laughs> Maybe Wolfham yeah. has like a cure in his freaking quarters no, or something. No, Wolfham does not want to help you. And he hates me. Okay, the doctor's busy. He's not. Tyson's unconscious body. <laughs> I'm not near Tyson. Tyson, the doctor's busy. Wolfhelm said no. <laughs> I did all I could do, buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to put you out of your misery. <laughs> he's gonna one. He's gonna one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I take. I take the pillow and I hold it on his face. Dad. Funny. Oh, oh my god, god, could you imagine? <laughs> Rogar, I'm gonna have to ask you what you're gonna do, my friend. I'm gonna keep looking for clues. And... Oh my god, what are you gonna do? 
finishing goodbye. <laughs> just come say goodbye to me, okay? Just give up. He, give up like he's everyone been else. Sick for a week. You didn't find out anything when he was conscious, and now you're gonna start looking for clues. <laughs> this isn't fucking Scooby Doo. What do you want, man? What are you doing? You're just adding stress on me. Where's the man in the mask? This is the most awesome goodbye. Let's write this out on a t shirt. This is entire goodbye. I ask Wolf Elm for the fourth time. <laughs> I know what you want me to do. I said well, say goodbye to me. That's okay? why I'm asking you. What, what do you had want a to week. do? You should have taken care of it earlier, but no, you wait till last minute. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's shaming him in death. I tried selling um, you out. You I want that to be his final him. words. He goes up to see Tyson's Tyson in his last moments, and he goes, "This is your fault. You left it to the last minute. You didn't <laughs> open up and share what was wrong." I am a bright lord. He stomps his foot. <laughs> I did good things. I gotta kill darkness. <laughs> First the twins okay, and right. now Tyson. I guess I'll say my goodbyes to Tyson. Okay, so how would you like to do that? What would you like to do? Well, this is it, eh? <laughs> okay, so Why you walked laughing? up the stairs, you open the door. Tyson McKay is subtly moving, like he's he's twitching in various directions. Shoulders, chest, his breathing is erratic. And you kind of, <laughs> I'm assuming, kneel down beside his bed. Let's see if I have some spells. <laughs> I cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> I cast Paralysis. <laughs> I don't want him to struggle. <laughs> I want to look for clues. No, don't look for clues. Okay, I'm looking through my spells. <laughs> I mean, this is the saddest episode, and it's the funniest episode. <laughs> I can heal you, but I feel like it'll do anything. You go up to five and <laughs> I'm already at max HPs. <laughs> I, I got no spells, bud. <laughs> no spells to save you. All right, oh say your goodbye. Something's gonna happen to save you. <laughs> I know he it. just has so much faith in Noah. <laughs> oh god. Just so the audience knows, I, uh, Noah's been talking about killing a character off for like a solid <laughs> month. <laughs> And if it was anyone, it'd be me or Fievel. <laughs> Fievel hasn't been here all season. So. I uh, I hold his hand and I say, <laughs> "Hold his hand. Oh my! <laughs> hold it! <laughs> <laughs> hands are cold because <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> you feel that? <laughs> plus, so plus one inspiration point, Rogar, for holding his hand. You're, wow. you're a true bright lord." And I say, uh, <laughs> look me in the eyes. Well, we've we've done it all, eh? We've <laughs> we killed a god, and now we're fighting a undead army together. So we've been through a lot, pal. And I'm, I'm gonna miss you. Shed some tears, and I walk away. Okay, so you walk away, closing the door on Tyson behind you, hearing his feeble gasps as you do, and you almost <laughs> hear. <laughs> You almost think you hear a couple words murmur from Tyson's uh, t- from Tyson. Tyson, you have a couple words here, less than less than ten of things that you can say after Rogar says like "see you later, buddy." They're very feeble, and you're murmuring. I love how you're counting the words on your hand. <laughs> I got six ish, six or seven. All right, I, go I, for it, buddy. I go back to what he said earlier, and I say. I killed the god, not you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Plus one inspiration point. The very last minute. (laughs) 
Okay. So, okay. Rogar, you walk down the steps. Uh, it's eerily silent in the Knights of the New Moon Guild Hall. It seems like everyone's up and about already moving uh, out in the city streets. And you open the doors to the Guild Hall to, uh, to reveal a fairly crisp day, but nonetheless bright and sunny. You're now free to do as you wish. I mean, you're on the city streets. There's a lot of bustle, a lot of movement, people out of their homes. Some of them look like they're speaking pretty, uh, not aggressively, but definitely desperately with the town guard kind of gesturing to empty buckets. And as you walk by, you kind of hear words relating to, you know, we don't have any water, we're out of water, right? What about food? Uh, And the guard's just trying to placate them, saying, yeah, yeah, we're on it, you know, the right people are working on it, uh, and the people just seem very distraught. Um, So it's up to you right now what you'd like to do next. Maybe go to that meeting that was happening Ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll head over to the meeting. Okay, so Rogar Ragnak, you are heading up to the mayor's hall. We're now going to transition over to Lena and McCain. Thank God. <laughs> Lena, are you an early riser or are you kind of like a, a sleepy head in the morning? No, I'd be an early riser. Okay, Lena, we are moving on to you. Uh, just waking up from a restful night's sleep. You got your uh, your rest, obviously, because, you know, you got this big, big day ahead of you. And you awake uh, to see McCain lying on his stomach, his arm kind of draping over the side of the bed that he's sleeping in. And an empty bottle kind of on the floor, just a few inches away from his uh, his limp hand over the side of the bed. What would you like to do? Is the bottle empty or full? It looks like there's a little bit of liquid splashing around at the, uh, just, just, it's lying down, right? So, uh, mm. in the bottle, it looks like there's a little bit left, but it's up to you as to what you'd like to do with it. I'm just going to take the bottle and, like, go throw it away. Just leave. Okay. So, you're just going to leave. You're Whoa. not going to wake McCain up. Oh, am I, do I know about anything going on yet? I just woke up. Do I know I have told, to meet anywhere? Remember, you were told yesterday that they were to meet early in the morning. Oh, okay. Right? Because so, yeah, they got I'll, a couple of things going on. Yeah, I'll like uh, kick the foot of his bed and be like, McCain, time to get up. Okay, so Turn he kind of starts with like a... <laughs> 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 and he begins to cough. He rubs his eyes and looks <sighs> at you with kind of squinted glance. And he goes, what fucking time is it? Ugh. Your get a watch! <laughs> get a sundial. What is a watch? <laughs> I say about what time it is, 6? Uh, the meeting's at 8, so we're going to go with it's 7 o'clock, you know? We're, we we kind of had to jump back in time here because you and, uh, you you and you know, obviously Rogar and, and Tyson had their little bit there, but it's not like you woke up two minutes before the meeting. You're like, you're a pretty sharp, cold lass, you know? Killer. Like, you, you want to be on time for all this yeah. shit. So I'll be like, it's 7, and you got to start working on that hangover you have. And then I'm just going to okay. walk away. So Sex. he kind of fumbles beside the bed <laughs> looking for that empty bottle. He finally like looks over the bed and goes, ugh. And he slowly rises, stretching, and follows you down the stairs. He finds a bottle of some, some like a half-empty bottle of some unknown substance, you know, some sort of alcohol. No, I take and that away. <laughs> downs it immediately. <laughs> he kind of goes, ah, oh, that's better. And he looks to you and says, uh, meeting soon, eh? Mm-hmm. I need to clean up. <clears throat> he looks to you and says, Do you know where I can find some water? <clears throat> the well. 
well, after that whole thing with the well, I don't know how much water there is in the town. Good point, right? He steps out into the sunlight and turns right immediately to see a trough for horses, and he just falls to his knees and sticks his head immediately in it, <laughs> just kind of holding it there for a few seconds. You see some bubbles emerge at the sides of his head, and then he uh, lifts his head up, kind of shaking his long hair, and splashes water in his face, grabs some water, kind of sticking it under his arms, kind of cleaning, mm-hmm. and then he stands, shaking his head and kind of pulling his hair back. He looks to you and he says, What, you're not going to do the same? Can't wait till you have sex with him? Not <laughs> in horse water, thank you very much. Ooh, hoity-toity, he says, as he begins to walk, kind of stumbling a little bit as he goes up towards the mayor's hall. Can I, like... <laughs> I just want to, like, hit him with the bottle a little bit before I throw it wherever it should be. So you want to throw a bottle at him? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's just throw it at him, sure. Not hard, hey, so- but hard enough that... <laughs> Not hard, but hard your, enough. Is this your form of flirting? Just no, like assault I'm and battery? Call <laughs> <laughs> me hoity-toity? Yeah, I don't want to be called hoity-toity, especially not in public. Yeah. Fucker. That, like me. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you toss the bottle at him. Can I get you to roll a d20, please? This is dexterity. That's a 15 plus whatever. Okay, yeah. 15 is enough. He's okay. wearing this light leather armor, this pelt armor. So you chuck a bottle at him and hit him in the back with it. It shatters on the ground. And he kind of turns and goes, Oi, what is your problem? It's early. Yeah. Figure your shit out. <laughs> I'm going to walk no, away. You, you know what? As you're walking by up to the mayor's hall, he goes, No, you need to figure your shit out. And he kind of like jogs to catch up. And he goes, You are so cold all the time. You know that? You got a real problem. You I'm gonna to open actually up to like. People. I'm gonna actually like look at him like how I'm looking now. Like, what fuck? So, <laughs> okay, so you're kind of giving him a what the fuck kind of a glare, and he goes, "Oh no, don't take my word for it. Everyone thinks you're super pleasant." Thank you. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, no, the sarcasm just went right <laughs> over Lena's head there. Oh my goodness. So he, you and him, walk up to the mayor's hall. And kind of exchange short pleasantries before opening the doors. We got kind of the key players here. Rodolfo and Ansel are already present. And Wolfhelm, as well as the members of the Knights of the New Moon, which include Irina and Galix. Rogar Ragnak is not present at the moment. Mm. And you you also have Ularic, who is uh, currently seated at the long dining table. He has a mug in his hands. And he's sipping it calmly, and it looks like him and Wolfhelm are kind of sitting across from each other, and they're exchanging quiet words together. Everyone else is kind of standing on either sides of their leader, few few feet back, kind of in, you know, not 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 to say aggressive positions, but you know, arms crossed. And, you know, they don't look like they're in love with each other. Certainly, as you enter, Ularic looks to you, kind of raises uh, two of his fingers, and beckons you over to sit next to him. Okay. Just before I start heading over, I am going to mention to McCain and say, no Dragonborn or the uh, the Fire Sorcerer, and then just kind of keep walking. Wow, she mentioned so, me when Noah did. Sorry, what, sorry. can you, can you, what is, what is it that you said about Tyson? I'm, I'm just going to mention that there's no, there's no Dragonborn, like not, the Bright Lord's not there, and the Fire Sorcerer isn't there. So McCain whispers to you, maybe they got ill. Keep you an wish. eye out. Is Damic okay, there? So Actually, McCain... I'm going to say find out. I want to say find out. 
So he looks to you and he says, after the meeting, I don't want to appear suspicious. You already appear suspicious, you fucking greaseball. (laughs) Okay, so to answer your question, Tyson, though you're not there and it really doesn't matter to you, Damek is not there. It's morning time and the sunshine is out. And if if you recall correctly, he's only ever made himself seen at night. So kind of gives you a little bit of information there. He's a ghost. We established this already. I thought he was Batman. (laughs) And Lena, you're sitting down beside Wolfhelm. Why? I want to sit beside Alaric. Oh, sorry, Alaric. Yeah, nope, my bad. You're saying it's not my chief. I don't want him. And Rogar sits beside Alaric. It's upside down, Lord. (laughs) So you're sitting beside Alaric. McCain takes a few steps and sits on the riser, uh, which is elevated above the floor. It's where the uh, the throne of the mayor is. So. We are now moving on to Rogar Ragnak, who opens the grand uh, doors to the mayor's hall and enters. He is the last member that we are waiting for, and our conversation can commence. It looks like he's been crying. (laughs) It's hard to tell. I mean, he's got scales, you know, and his eyes don't look any different than they had before. So I'll leave it up to interpretation whether or not we see a little bit of mist in those those dragonborn eyes. Just a little. (laughs) Just a little. Okay. Just a little. Okie dokie. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to begin the conversation, the meeting of the council, and it is Wolfhelm who speaks first. So he first stands and says, please, everyone, take a seat. So the members of the Knights of the New Moon sit pretty quickly, but the members of the Iron Wolves first look to Ularic, who then looks to all of them and says, you heard him. And they all quickly follow suit and take seats on their respective side of the table. Wolfhelm looks to the members of the Iron Wolves and the Knights of the New Moon, and he says, Friends, we face three main problems, and they need to be solved quickly. First, as many of you probably know or have guessed or heard on the streets of Ryberry, the issue of clean water is a pressing one. If this is a true siege, and I believe it to be, then our enemy might try and cut us off from resources. Not only is there the problem of breaching and going outside the city walls, but my men have confirmed that the water inside the well is contaminated. It's coming up full of vile pus and other sorts of uh, detritus. So, the question remains, and I put it to all of you, is there anyone willing to go down into the well to remove whatever source of contagion there is there, or do we abandon the well, close it off, and risk going outside? to find other sources of water. I need to remind you all that we don't have much time. What are your thoughts? Can we review all three of these things first? Okay, so Lena asks, I think, uh, a fair question and says, you know, can we review all these things first? The other members of the Iron Wolves and even uh, Galix of the Knights of the New Moon kind of nods at your suggestion, and Wolfhelm looks to everyone and says, perhaps that is best. The second issue is fortification of the town. If this is a full-blown siege, then we will need to fortify parts of the wall that have been in need of repair, as well as the main gate, as that is undoubtedly going to be our enemy's focal point. I can get the main guard, I think, to focus on this. However, an oversight of perhaps one or two of us might be prudent. And the third and final issue, what we spoke on yesterday, is that we need a group to go out and investigate 
this will be highly dangerous, as our enemy is undoubtedly aware how unaware we are of what they are. We need to be able to go out, find any evidence of what's going on here, and report back. So those okay. are the three tasks, my friends. Unless anyone else has something to add. Save Tyson. <laughs> how are we doing on food? Irina stands, and Wolfhelm takes a seat, and she says, I have been speaking with many of the farmers. They have, regrettably, left their crops, and we were up almost upon harvest. If we can get out and escort the farmers to their fields, perhaps one at a time or two at a time, we could harvest and then bring our rewards inside, but it would be dangerous. We would be very exposed. The grain stores and the supplies that the city has aren't going to hold out for long, especially with so many mouths already hungry. So Wolfhelm, uh, after Irina sits, looks to everyone and says, I understand that food is a concern, but water is more pressing. We can go days without food, but water, we won't be so lucky. Just a thought here. We either go into the wells and try and clear the water, or we try and totally seal the well and we do the fortification. If we try and do both, we're going to do both tasks haphazard. Wolfhelm looks to you and says, I agree. If it were me, and by all means, I am willing to volunteer myself to go down into that well. A secure source of water inside the city's walls is a far greater advantage than going out to secure those supplies. I mean, first of all, there is the risk associated with leaving Ryberry, and secondly, if we have to carry that much water, we're looking at focusing a great part of our efforts on just staying alive as opposed to fighting our enemy. Hmm. However, the risk does remain that whatever's down there will get back in again. And who knows if the enemy has planted traps or any other kinds of beasts down there to discourage us from clearing whatever it is that's contaminating the water. It is spring-fed, a deep well for sure. And fresh water will constantly cycle through the well, so if we were to remove whatever's contaminating it, we could foreseeably keep it clean. Any thoughts? I tell him I'm willing to volunteer to help save or uh, go to the well. Okay, so Rogar Ragnak says that he is willing to go down into the well, and Ularic looks to his men and women and says, McCain and Rodolfo will join. I volunteer them. Fuckers. <laughs> Wolfhelm looks to the two men, Rodolfo and McCain, and nods at them, and they both nod back. The, the word of either of these men volunteering their own for tasks is not uncommon, right? I mean, they are kind of the, the leaders of each of their respective groups, so there is really no... It's not, it's not odd, for sure. Wolfhelm looks to the group and says, Then it is settled. <laughs> Myself, Rogar, McCain, and Rodolfo will go down into the well. What about your fireman? Surely that would help light the way. He hates Wolfhelm. water. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfhelm looks to you, Lena, and says... Oh, he is not mine. Don't be fooled. A friend of Rogar's, to be sure, but he is not a knight of the new moon. Wow, Wolfhelm. Thanks for making that super clear, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Should have taken a lyric side, you piece of shit. I'm kind of, like, taken aback by it a little bit. What a strong sense of community you have. And then I'm just going to look to Yeah, fuck Rogar. you, Wolfhelm. <laughs> you going to look at me? Yeah. Okay. Because so what, Wolf- what about Tyson? Wolfhelm 
looks at you, Lena, and he doesn't break his gaze from you. Uh, he he doesn't kind of react in any way, so it's not like he's smiling at you. It's not like he looks distraught by your words. He simply uh, inhales, exhales, and then looks away. <laughs> What's going on with Tyson? I tell her Tyson's in his last hours of living. <sighs> That's very cryptic so, and weird. Ularic, <laughs> yeah, way to, way to not be clear about that at all. Uh, Ularic looks to you, Rogar, and says, The fire sorcerer. He is close to death. Yes. He looks at his group and then to Lena, and he says, I wish to see him. Okay. looks to Ularic and <laughs> says, so Do what you must, Ularic. But I feel that there is a better use of our time spent on fortifying this city and uncovering what's going on. If I am going down in the well with your men, I will need you either fortifying the city or figuring out what the cause of this siege is. No one said we wouldn't do that while trying to help. Wolfhelm looks to you, Lena, and says, Well, I'm very glad that you're concerned about our people now, as you were but robbing them days ago. Oh. And only robbing at that. <laughs> Nothing that would cause long-term pain. No, certainly. The loss of coin and resources wouldn't be long-term pain on the members of our city. Need <gasps> I remind you where you are, Frost Witch, and who you're dealing with. Ularic looks to Wolfhelm and says, I would advise you choose your words carefully. I no longer can know I, who's the bad I guy. Can I just, like, hold on, hold on. Oh, the mic's on the city. Did you hear that? Did you get a good listen podcast, listeners? Did you hear my heartbeat? I was going to get the viewers going. Let's go. <laughs> uh, like, you know what I will do is I'm just going to kill him. flare up my shield. Ice up okay. my shield. <laughs> So as you flare up your shield, every single member of the Knights of the New Moon, aside from Rogar, I can't speak for him, grab their weapons and half unsheath them, preparing uh, to launch themselves at you. Except for Wolfhelm, who places his hand on Irina's sword arm and says, Calm, my friends. I'm sure she meant nothing by it. Uh, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna... So Ularic looks at you, Lena, and with his piercing gaze, he says... You're right, Wolfhelm. She meant nothing by it. I'm gonna leave now, though. Like, all the way gone. Okay, so as you're walking away, Ularic says, Stop. Shit, right. Yes, Dad. <laughs> so are you kind of stopping in your tracks there? Yeah, not even. Like, I'm gonna go right back and sit beside him. He looks to you and he says, You don't simply get to walk away from this. Everyone here has a part to play in what comes next. I am visiting sorcerer. You need to make a choice. Fortify the city or go out and uncover what's going on outside these walls. Ooh, go out and uncover what's outside the walls by myself. Oh. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like the worst Ularic idea. looks to you and says, if you go alone, none can help you. And Wolfhelm looks to Ularic and says, perhaps a single fighter alone can remain undetected whereas a party would be seen. Didn't you say your dex was really low? No, my dex is two. <laughs> That's not horrible, considering I'm freaking level four. Mine is plus okay. one. You know what? So, <laughs> I tried. Ularic looks to Wolfhelm and says, Perhaps you are right. Stealth and subterfuge might be our best bet. He looks to you, Lena, and says, If you choose to do this alone, I respect that. Who's? Uh, I'm going to look to Wolfhelm and say, Who's your best rogue? Robin. <laughs> My best rogue 
would be Irina, undoubtedly. Oh, so I Irina, that was the one that I didn't want to go the with. The two hottest girls in each clan. <laughs> <laughs> Fight. Shitting in one cup. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you gotta... Jesus. You gotta imagine that Galix, this big 350-pound dragonborn who's bright red, probably isn't their best stealthy guy. You know what I mean? What? What do you mean? I don't get it. Rogar and Galix are going out. <laughs> and Rogar has decided to go down the well and Wolfhelm with him. So without Grobe in there, who's also not very stealthy. I mean, Irina is certainly a stealth-based fighter. She's really good with a longsword and crossbow, but she's also very quick and nimble. And in her time with the Knights of the New Moon, she's proven that she's able to kind of infiltrate assassinate whatever monstrosity or abomination there is and then exit right so she is definitely their best stealth fighter yeah i remember your very first episode when you burst through (laughs) the window (laughs) so stealthy and smooth i was level one then (laughs) so irena stands and she says i would be honored to join you honored i nod honored just sorry stands and says then it is settled ansel and the red dragonborn. Gretel. So Galix looks to <laughs> Ularic and says, The name is Galix. And Ularic kind of looks to him and nods, says, Ansel and Galix will oversee the reparations to the city and make sure it's ready for whatever comes next. You all know your duties. Go do them. We all know Ansel can fortify shit. Who did he send? I'm just taking notes here. Galix and who? Ansel. Oh, fucking me. They are the, the soul <laughs> two that are... <laughs> we're going to lose this war. <laughs> so we all know where they're getting in. <laughs> I, left, I left the door unlocked. <laughs> they started okay, casting so, uh... spells and I just said, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> What's that note I mean, say? <laughs> fortifying a city and stopping Tyson McKay from planeswalking are two very different things. Yeah. Um, stopping Tyson is way harder. <laughs> they are... They are kind of the last two, as everyone else has kind of pledged themselves to other causes. Like in dodgeball, they're the last picked for the team. Wolfhelm stands and says, Rogar, McCain, and Rodolfo with me to my study. We're going to go over any maps or drawings that we have of the well and the spring below. Okay. So him and the two iron wolves begin to walk towards the door. Tyson, or sorry, Tyson. (laughs) So funny I would ask you. (laughs) You're dead. Rogar, what would you like to do? Uh, Follow them? Yeah, I'll follow. Okay. Ularic stands and begins to walk towards the door on the other side of the table as well, which leaves Galix and Ansel, who take a few steps toward each other and begin to exchange words at the end of the table. We have Irina, Approach you, Lena, oh, and I she speaks. To first. So she kind of approaches you, but you just turn from her, I guess, and go speak to Ularic. <laughs> well, where is where, is Ularic like long gone already? No, no, he's just a few feet away. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Ularic stops and turns towards you, and he says, "What is it, child?" Uh, am I in private with him, or is no, Irina? No, I mean still everyone's kind of walking around, and Irina's not step standing next to you. She's a few feet away. Okay. She's respectfully turned from the conversation. Okay, I would like to not have anyone hear this. Is that possible right now? We can speak softly. There's no doubt about that. Mm, I'm not. I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to say that I need to talk to him before I leave. Okay. He looks to you and says, whatever you need to be said can be said here. And he looks over to Irina and says, give us a moment. Irina nods 
doesn't seem thrilled and begins to walk towards the door. So she's out of your shot. Am I to mention the leader that we saw with the lamp? We don't know that that was the leader. And no, don't mention anything. If it comes up and you see something, then note. But if not, keep it to yourself. Would you like me to bring anything back specifically that's outside the walls? If you find some game, rabbits or fowl, anything small, bring it back with you if you have a chance, but I don't want your main priority to be hunting. I want you to be clear and concise in your mission. Find whatever it is, tracks, scent, perhaps material items, scraps of clothing, bits of whatever it is that those creatures left behind and bring it back to me. But be careful. I'm gonna nod, and then I'm gonna go to Irina. Okay, so Rogar and Lena, you're each going to gain 500 experience points for uh, rooting for the cause. What happens if I ran away with McCain? (laughs) 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 Root for the cause, but do I execute? (laughs) Still got the XP. You did did volunteer for this position, but... I was was told one or the other. (laughs) You were not. You were told what you're doing. Anywho... Everyone is walking towards the main doors of the mayor's hall when there is a burst of light from outside. Everyone quickly grabs at their arms, right, their weapons, and the doors fly open, smoke emanating and kind of wisping away from his cloak. An old man with a long beard (laughs) and spectacles. Did you say and pickles? Spectacles. He's got pickles. <laughs> Kill him. Why would he have pickles? I don't know. I was thinking like <laughs> he's a greens planeswalker. Pickles are green. I'm a savior. We could live off pickles. That was part is going I'm on. Your savior. I'm your savior. I love that. I'm your savior. Drink pickle juice to stay alive. <laughs> I, I've been pickling for twenty years. <laughs> we can survive off the pickles, don't you know? Okay. He has bits of his uh, beard singeing as though they've recently kind of like caught flame almost. And the old man, though he thrusts those doors open pretty wide, appears quite feeble almost as though he's had quite a long journey. He calls out to everyone. He says, Tyson, Tyson McKay, where is he? Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> You're the worst brain. Plus whatever. one inspiration point. <laughs> oh, say minus? Shit. No, no it's a plus one. one. What the fuck? I didn't get one for being the worst brain lord ever. <laughs> okay. I, uh... Can I go help the, the feeble man just stand up and so, support him? So you rush over to him and support him. He kind of takes your help for a second, but then pats your, your arm and says, Child, child, I'm I'm fine. Quickly. Where is the boy? Ularic steps forward quickly and says, I was on my way to see him. Let's go now, quickly. And they begin to walk down the steps. Everyone kind of shocked. Wolfhelm, speaking with Irina kind of subtly, and Rogar, you can overhear this, he says, Wasn't that man a beggar in the city? And Irina says, He was. But we haven't seen him for quite some time, father. He looks to Irina and says, Carry out your task, but keep an eye on him. Yes, sir. He looks to You're not part of that you. conversation at all. <laughs> Rogar is there and can overhear, but uh, Wolfhelm turns his head to look to Rogar and he says, Rogar, 
Any strangers in our midst, any new players, are certainly suspect. We can trust that everyone here was not involved outside that gate, but we don't know about this one. You should be wary of him as well. I nod my head and I say very well. Do I hear that? You do not. You're standing over... Uh, you know what? You're 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 close enough, and yeah, that's for sh- that's for sure. You you you've overheard that. Okay. Wait, so no one trusts this guy, but they're all letting him go see Tyson? No, I trust him, f- and now I don't trust Rover. That's what just happened. Oh my god. Okay, so well, Tyson, you gotta imagine, right? The city's under siege. This guy in a purple cloak. Yeah, I get and, it. I'm back burner yeah. material. I understand. I have my enemies. The Knights of the Moon. My friend. And the Iron Wolves don't give a shit about me. <laughs> Actually, Larry gave a shit. He's bringing the guy to me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Iron Wolf. Fuck these new moons. No, I'm a Fievel. So, Mausentrov. Rimouski tribe. <laughs> so, you have to be in the pit for ten days first. <laughs> it was a the two old weeks. Man, <laughs> the old man and Ularic walk at a quick pace down the steps towards the Knights of the New Moon Hall, and Wolfhelm looks to Rogar and says, We will postpone the trip down the well for the moment being. I don't want Ularic alone inside those walls. Okay. Galix and Ansel go about their duties and begin to rally the men and some of the Iron Wolves to their cause, telling them to grab barrels, stones, bits of housing that has kind of fallen down or become unusable and use that to board up the city. So Gaelic's obviously having the the word of reason and the respect to deal with the Knights of the New Moon as well as the guards of the town and Ansel being able to corral the forces of the Iron Wolves. Irina looks to you, Lena, and says, shall we get going? Yeah. We shall. Yeah. Ularic, Wolfhelm, Rogar, as well as two of the Iron Wolves who... Wolfhelm looks to and says, wait outside. Wait, who so says McCain, that? So McCain and Rodolfo, Wolfhelm looks to McCain and Rodolfo, who are walking with them, obviously, because they're going down the well, but he tells them to wait outside as they all enter, and Ularic looks to you, Rogar, and says, where is the boy? He's, uh, he's in my room. I'll show you where okay. it is. I don't want yeah. anyone to disturb Ularic, though. Well, Ularic's kind of choosing to be there. I know, but he also said I go alone earlier, so I don't want Wolfhelm or Rogar to disturb them. This is our um, quarters. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you're you're walking with Irina, right? Or are you following this whole group? Uh, I would kind of be following. Like, I would have said yes to Irina, but then led the way, and I would have been following them. The whole okay. town goes to watch Tyson get exercised. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what is it that you'd like to do then, Lena? Like, you have to walk up the steps to the Guild Hall of the Knights of the New Moon. Are you going to yeah. do that and then kind of get in there? Or? Yeah. Okay. So um, I'll you... mention to Irina, I'll just say, Irina, I would really appreciate if my father could have the five minutes with Tyson alone, like he asked for in the council chamber. Irina looks to you and says, that wish is not mine to grant. This man knows Tyson, perhaps better than anyone. So I suppose he should come first. Ularic wanted time with him. For what purpose, I don't know, but if Tyson doesn't have long, whatever Ularic's plan was, perhaps comes second to this mysterious stranger. No, I'm talking about Wolf. Is Wolfhelm going to stop Ularic, or going to visit Ularic? Wolfhelm is going to keep an eye on him, as I think you would do the same. Everyone (laughs) should go and keep an eye on everyone. (laughs) 
Alright. Grogar's room's only so big, guys. I guess, like, fine, sure. I've never had this many people in my room. I just room. don't want Val to die. <laughs> Too many girls in here. Because basically what I picked up on in that whole conversation was the enemy of my, enemy, my friend, right? So if Wolfhelm doesn't like him, then I like him. Mm. Wolfhelm doesn't like anyone. Wol- Wolfhelm doesn't... It's not that Wolfhelm doesn't like Tyson. I think we need to make this point clear. <laughs> Wolfhelm has a finite amount of resources, and Tyson... To everyone's ability of healing, aside from Vels and Damek's, is a lost cause. And even at this point, Damek arguably, right, said Tyson might not survive his healing process. So even even Vels gonna have you know his work cut out for him in, in a sense. And you have to understand that the healer of the Knights of the New Moon, Dorman, has to deal with Grobin to see if he can figure out what's going on here. Right, the the, the plague definitely comes first to whatever Tyson didn't tell everyone about when he was sick, right? I said I was pregnant. <laughs> like, I feel like you, you guys are forgetting the fact that he was sick for a week, knew that something was direly wrong, didn't share it with any of you, right? Like, you guys don't know what's going on with Tyson, aside from the fact that he's he's deathly ill, right? Yeah. I get that, but my character would still find his whole thing enticing because I haven't found somebody that's been powerful. Like, So I'm not just going to be like, ah, oh, well, you know, fuck him then. No, for sure. No, I, I get what you're saying. I All I'm saying that, is, Ularic's time alone with him was simply to. Yeah, but I don't want Wolfhelm. My whole thing is, I don't want Wolfhelm disturbing them. I don't want him keeping an eye on him for that five minutes or whatever. Well, now it's kind of well. Now whatever Ularic planned kind of takes a back seat, right? Like now Vel is kind of kind of taking charge, and he's going to find Tyson. Right. And everyone else who's going is simply interested in what's going to happen next. Oh, so I can go too. No. no. (laughs) Irina is very clear on the fact that no one else is entering, and none of the other Iron Wolves have been allowed entry. Only Ularic, because he took an interest in Tyson, Wolfhelm, because it's his guild hall, and Rogar, because he knows where Tyson is, are going, in in, in addition to Vel. All right, shall we go to my room? Whether that's loud or not. He already thinks I'm dead, so. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, Rogar leads the way uh, up to the room. And opens it. Rogar, are you going to enter? Yes. Okay, <laughs> so Vel turns to the other men, Ularic and Wolfhelm, and says, Please, please, I need a moment with him. Ularic looks to the old man and kind of, he's, he's doing a, an insight check and kind of seeing, yeah, that's pretty good. He sees that Vel is being honest, and it seems like his intentions are true. Wolfhelm nods at the man, and Vel quickly turns his robes billowing behind him, and he kneels beside Tyson and puts his finger, his thumb, I should say, over Tyson's brow. He says, this is worse than I feared. And he quickly begins to mutter to himself. He grabs from his cloak a small vial of clear liquid and pours it into Tyson's throat. Tyson begins coughing and kind of sputtering. (coughs) He begins to shake again, and Vel looks to Rogar and says, hold him, please, hold him. All right, I hold him down. I resist. (laughs) So, Vel looks to you, Rogar, and he says, What comes next? I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know how his body's going to react to this. I don't I don't know how the spawn is going to react to it. It could be violent. You understand? Yeah. I, he only has five hit points. You better hold tight. Brace yourself. Okay. So, we have Vel reaching into his robes and pulling out a pendant, an amulet, I should say, on a gold chain. It resembles a golden circle, and it looks 
quite old, and as though there are etchings and carvings of different symbols in the rim of this circle, two pieces of metal hold onto a green gem at the center, which seems to thrum, and the center of that gem is almost purely white. He holds the chain and kind of extends it, placing it quickly over Tyson's chest and then pressing the center of the gem down against Tyson's skin. Tyson begins to shake violently and uh, convulse in addition uh, to throwing up whatever little bile was in his stomach. Rogar, I'm going to need you to roll me a strength check to hold on to it. Hold on tight, buddy. It's a 15. Nice. So Tyson's not very strong at this point. He's definitely weak (laughs) in terms of his physical strength. He, you know, he hasn't been able to get any nourishment. This thing has been sapping his life force. And nearly three minutes go by of this violent shaking, this frothing at the mouth, bouts of, of throwing up, and then Tyson falls still. Vel looks to Rogar for a moment, and then quickly grabs Tyson's wrist and checks his pulse, and he lets out a sigh. He goes, oh, he is alive. Oh. <laughs> Rogar pulls out a knife and stabs him to the heart. <laughs> I'm a dark lord. <laughs> So, Vel stands weakly, kind of placing his hand on the bed and pushing himself up. He sways for a moment and then clutches at the wall to hold himself in place. And he goes, oh, I thought I wouldn't make it in time. So, yeah, we were, uh, we were afraid he wasn't going to make it. Do you know who Vel is? <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, does he really need to know? I mean, the guy came out of nowhere, saved Tyson. I just like that he agreed, yeah. We were were worried you weren't coming. (laughs) Tyson McKay, I'm going to grant you 2,000 experience points Wow! for a stable condition. The most experience points I've got forever. (laughs) That's a level up. (laughs) Congratulations, my friend, a level up in the house. Glad to hear it. Now, Tyson, I want to be very clear with you on this point, okay? God. You You have not returned to hit point maximum. However, your condition is stable. Essentially, what this means is that the imminent threat of the tadpole bursting from your chest has, for the moment being, stopped and ceased. You've gone through a pretty trying ordeal. I think it's kind of changed your character as you've gone, so that experience points is indicative of that. Now, Vel looks to everyone, and Ularic and Wolfhelm, at his uh, beckoning, enter the room and look upon Tyson. Ularic looks to the man and says, How did you stop it? And Vel looks to him and says... A little bit of pickle juice. That That is a story, perhaps for a time when I feel stronger, my friend. But first, I need food and water. It has been days since I've eaten or drank anything, and the pits of limbo are harsh. (laughs) So, Wolfhelm looks to Rogar and says, let's get him some food, and perhaps leave Tyson to rest. Okay. Vel looks to Wolfhelm and says... Mm -hmm. I will need someone to watch him for the time being. He's quite weak, and if there are any changes in his status, I will need to know. Wolfhelm looks to Vel and says, Certainly. I will put one of my men on it, sitting with him day and night. And Vel nods. As Ularic uh, kind of lingers for a moment as Vel begins to walk out, Vel turns and looks at him and he says, You there. And Ularic turns, kind of his gaze shifting to the old man. He says, The young boy needs his rest. So if you don't mind. And Vel kind of gestures to the door. <laughs> Ularic looks back at Tyson for a moment. And then 
turns and whisks away, uh, walking down the steps and out onto the city streets. Vel looks to you, Rogar, and says, Young Dragonborn, what is your name? Uh, <laughs> I tell him it's Jar-Gorn. Rogar. <laughs> hey? Sorry? Oh, I just say it's, it, my name's Rogar. He says, Rogar, and are you the one who's been looking after Tyson? You can say that. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. Roll me a deception check. You haven't been looking after Tyson. That's so funny. It's 11. So Vel kind of looks and goes, uh, okay. Well, close the door. He needs his rest now. Okay. And I'm sure you have better things to attend to for the moment. You or I cannot help Tyson now. Whatever happens to him is in fate's hand. Vel <sighs> walks down the steps and looks to Wolfhelm and says, Wolfhelm Newmoon, I know of you. And Wolfhelm looks to Vel and says, And I of you. You were a beggar on these streets but some months ago, is that not correct? And Vel nods and says, A beggar, perhaps. But a rather clever one, if I do say so myself. Have your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Old habits die hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> so he sits down and kind of lets out a sigh and goes, Oh, I'll tell you. This, this has been one of my hardest endeavors yet. Please, food and water if you don't mind. Wolfhelm looks to you, Rogar, and says, Tend to the old man. We will be outside planning the route. And when you are done, we will overlook the maps of the well. Okay. So, as Wolfhelm begins to walk away, Vel clasps onto your wrist, Rogar, with more strength than you thought the old man had. Oh, God. And he goes, Rogar, tell me, what is it that is happening to Ryberry? Face is going to shit. (laughs) Ever since Tyson died. I I can see that, my friend, but tell me, (laughs) what is it that grips the city? An infection. An infection, you say? Well, certainly something we've encountered before. Can it not be handled? And who are these armed mercenaries? That man in black and the others outside? The Knights of the New Moon, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Say they're the Silver Wolf Clan or something. (laughs) The Iron Wolves were trying to rob our city. The Iron Wolves. He kind of looks off into the distance as though deep in thought. Yeah, a bad bunch. He says, a man. A man in black, with a raspy voice, and the hands from hell. Have you seen him? Yes. Have you seen him? Have you? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, maybe. So she just says yes, yes, <laughs> no. Warwick. Maybe at the, yeah, because at the well, he was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't have heard his voice, but he was seen, no. though. I he say, uh, I've, I've seen uh, someone in the same description you're talking about, but I haven't talked to him or anything. So he clutches your hand ever tighter and says, oh Rogar, you must, you must listen to me. This is not as it seems. That man is dangerous. Is he what's leading the undead army? No, no, I fear not. But this undead army you speak of certainly has a cause. This man has no cause. And he is far more dangerous. Unpredictable. I ask him what is this doing here? Well... If my assumptions are correct, he is in servitude to the Iron Wolves. Be careful. But I have already said too much. Please, some food and water. 
Yeah, I require it. <laughs> I go grab food and water. I really like that it's always like food and water, but <laughs> hold on. Food and water, but <laughs> I have one more question. Hold on, Rogar. Food and water. <laughs> Your dinner's cold. <laughs> 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 okay. That's awesome. So, uh, Rogar, you fetch Vel food and water, and he ravenously eats. He looks to you after finishing a loaf of bread and some meat, as well as some wine, and he says, I'm sure you have things to attend to, please. Go. I can find myself a bed and look over Tyson when I have recovered some strength. Okay. I nod my head and I say, uh, if you need anything else, just you know where to find me. Yes, I think I do. So, Tyson, McKay, up. Good stuff. Lena, off with Irina. Good stuff. Rogar, Ragnak, for aiding Vel and for helping bring about the recovery of Tyson McKay, you're going to gain 300 experience. Wow. Hey, I tried to. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Now, Tyson, you are sleeping, restful. Uh, and you will not wake for some time yet. Uh, so we are going to move on from you if that's okay, unless you'd like to have a dream, but I mean, it's up to you. Man, most of my dreams have had Damic in it, so. <laughs> Here comes another one. <laughs> Would the third one be any different? Maybe. I mean, you have to roll for it. I don't want to risk it right now. I, mean, I think I'm already pushing my luck being alive. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so, Lena. You are standing outside the guild hall of the Knights of the New Moon, and Irina looks to you and says, Shall we get going? Yeah. Okay. So you two begin to walk towards the gates of Ryberry. Wolfhelm gestures to the two members of the Iron Wolves, McCain and Rodolfo, and to Rogar Ragnak, who is just uh, at the open doors to the guild hall. He looks to all of you and says, All right, let's head over to my study and see what we can find on the well. Are we crossing crossing paths with them? Yeah, so they're walking in, you guys are walking away. Okay, so as we do cross paths uh, to McCain, I want to say, don't get cold in the well. (laughs) Fucking bitch. Got (laughs) him. That's a Chris Hansen moment. (laughs) And then you should hit on Rodolfo. Sure. 50 experience points to Lena. Oh, 50? Fuck yeah. We have... Rogar, McCain, Rodolfo, and Wolfhelm enter to look at the maps of the wells and perhaps bug Wilmond about some information. Lena mm-hmm. and Irina are heading to the gates of Ryberry. Ansel and Galix are fortifying the city, and our friend Ularic is nowhere to be seen. Ladies and gentlemen, my butt. If you guys are cool with it, this is a pretty good place to end off for today, I think. We got some pretty good content, some big stuff coming up, and these next sessions are going to be a little bit, uh, you know, lengthy, right? We got some some investigations, some really cool uh, adventure time, so if it's cool with you guys, I think this is a good place to leave it for this week. Fans, fans, I'm alive, fans. <laughs> I, I did it, are, all by myself. Are the next episodes going to be, like, just, like, me and you, and then just Rogar and you... Yeah, so, I mean, get, I don't want to give too much away, but there is some some investigation going on, right? So these, these might be a little bit lengthier, so it depends on how you guys play it, of course, but there is, you know, if we were to continue now, we'd be looking at, uh, you know, almost double the time that we're at now, right? So we, we do have uh, have to consider that, and I think it's 
Yeah, it's it's safe to say that these are most likely going to be, you know, Rogar and the Well guys for an episode, and then yeah. Lena and Irina for an episode, and then sprinkle of Tyson in between. Yeah, just sprinkles of Tyson. Yeah, sprinkles yeah. of Tyson, guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you know what? High five to Tyson McKay. Boom! Look Thanks, at that, buddy. You know what? You're stable. I know you were worried. Those <laughs> drunken calls at 3 a.m. Don't kill my character. Those were <laughs> those were getting to me. I think, but, uh, I think some of them I called but, you I said, kill them, I have new character ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but Vel's, Vel's story about why he's late and what took him so long are certainly compelling, so I think you guys are going to find that interesting as well. All next time on the Dicey D20, is there anything else we want to say before a sign-off? How come McCain's not crazy anymore, like how I fell in love with him? Um, he is kind of crazy, but you have to understand he's kind of directed that energy towards the situation that you guys find yourselves in. Well, I wish he was crazy. How come mm, I know, right? How come Rogar is only sometimes good? Uh, that's how come a question Rogar for Rogar. is mostly evil. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. How come Lena was trying to save I, me more than Rogar at some points? <laughs> again, questions for Rogar, not for me. <laughs> I want well, you to I tell know, me, DM. I know from my point of view, like I would be trying to save you because that's all I've done so far. Is Ularg liked you, and like you're like the first kind of equal that I've had in this group. I wouldn't necessarily say equal, but it's been a Stronger. weird... No. <laughs> How many times did I put you down? How many hit points do you have? Not enough. I mean, not enough to argue. From Rogar's point of view, I wasn't told anything, so there's not much I could do, right? You could have kissed me. <laughs> Passionately. I just think we're uh-huh. very different in how we try and address situations. Yeah, I'm calm and collected. No, not. He's very calm and collected to the point where it's not effective. <laughs> he's like, I'll take a nap. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. As always, it was a pleasure bringing you guys this cool content. So whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, we appreciate you guys. Much love, and we will see you next week on the Dicey D20. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm in a good mood. You know what? 100 experience to everyone who listens. Add it to your character. Yeah. Mm. Fuck your DM. You don't have that power, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your DM. (laughs) He's probably a nice... Ladies and gentlemen, fuck your local DM. (laughs) Yeah. Support us. (laughs) Tyson out.